hello and welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to do something totally different. We're going to go left field, what I like to call it left field. I am not going to use my blog. Uh, however, I have a guest with us and that's somebody that is dear to my heart. And I do not know for very, very long, but we connected it hello. and she's a master Ricky and a teacher. And I wanted to have a conversation with her. That's what we're going to be doing right now. We're going to have a conversation and talk about all of this intriguing world. And her name is Christiane. And hi. How are you doing? I am so well. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm happy to have you, actually. So I wanted to know. Okay. The first question I have for you is, how did you discover all of your gifts? Because for me, as a young child, you know, I saw things, I figured out on my own, but how did you discover what were your gift of healing? My gift of healing, I first discovered when I was six years old. I was on the Seahorses team. <laughs> she know. Uh, anyway, I had finished up swimming. I was happy. There were so many parents there. There was a lot of kids in the pool were younger children and I had a sense I had a sense to look to my left and when I looked to my left I could see a younger girl younger than me and she had white and orange floaters tops of her arms and her face was buried in the water and there were so people there at the pool and surrounding the pool and it was very interesting to me that no one noticed this and me being only six years old at that time it's hard for you to express yourself and so I said look look this isn't right her head it's in the water someone has to go and they quickly everyone paid attention to me it was amazing that a little voice could have such impact mm -hmm. on adults. They literally ran over, pulled her out of the water, tried to remove some of the water, and then gave her mouth to mouth. I remember seeing that. And that's when I knew that there was something different and I'm sure that other people have the same feelings. They're not sure. They, they feel that there's something different about them. They may be more intuitive to their surroundings than other people. And I learned to pay attention from then on. But I didn't know what it was called. I just felt like it was different. So from a child to an adult, how did you develop your gifts how did you nurture those gifts nurture those gifts my aunt my aunt was a buddhist how she was called to that from the catholic uh upbringing that she had a catholic schooling <laughs> <laughs> everything somehow <laughs> she made it to buddhism and in those days you know in the 70s it you know a lot of people were starting to talk about their certain callings, but it's not like today where everyone yeah. seems to be much freer and, and have a flow with their gifts. Yeah. So we always knew her. 
Yeah, she um, she always made me feel comfortable, and I felt like I had a safe place, and I could always have someone to talk to. But it wasn't encouraged back then to really uh, chat about this to the world, for sure. And it just so happens that, you know, growing up, you know, I chose a profession, you know, I was pre-med four years, and I started to realize I didn't like where that field was going. So I went into more holistic things like uh, cosmetology and aesthetics and um, dealing with patients. Um, When I went to uh, practice more medical laser, I got a degree in physics, um, a certificate for lasers and ended up being a medical laser safety officer where you're working with a lot of people with different uh, issues. So I knew then as well, when I was working with patients, that they would open up to me and they'd have a very comfortable space, very similar to what my aunt provided me with. And it seems like every single person that feels comfortable comes out and starts talking about things. You don't even have to ask them. It's just a flow of energy and they release when I'm doing treatments. So it's been like that for years. Well, traditionally, uh, you know, me being Reiki master, I love to work with the chakras. Those are our energy centers. They spin, they have certain colors that apparently um, correlate to different parts of the body. You know, you know, starting from the root chakra, uh, there are different crystals that you can use uh, to help build that. Um, that's, a, that's a fight or flight survival. That's what, you know, gives us our kind of like a sixth sense to run from something or stabilize us, it grounds us. So that's associated with red and a fire agate or tiger eye is really really good for that Um, then we go and we move up to the center that is called the sacral chakra and you know that that's where creativity a balanced life um, citrine carnelian those are great there's something else silver quartz people like to use that Mm-hmm. Yep. That helps kind of give that a little bit more energy. Actually, it gives it a lot more energy, the silver quartz. So be careful with that, people. <laughs> yes. They're general. So how do you care about the crystal? How do you ensure they are charged and they are the right crystal for you as well? That's where we come in. Yes. Now, you are very good with noticing other entities that may be attached to objects, people. You would be very beneficial in helping to cleanse those type of crystals and removing those entities. I, for one, I, I Reiki mine at the highest level. I do the highest level for that. And um, I actually put it in UV light I set it outside after I've reikied and cleansed the aura. I personally like uh, Palo Santo oils. 
So I like to spray my crystals first, and then I leave them out in the UV light. I bring them back in, and then I cleanse them again with the moonlight. Bring them back in, and they are charged. They're ready to go. Um, the electrolytes and the time that it takes for a crystal to develop colors, all of that, it's a system. And so I like to correlate the stones, the color of the stones or quartz to the chakra itself. But I do prepare my crystals by raking them and then cleansing them first. An individual can charge their own uh, stone. Or would it be better if a Reiki master does that? What would be the best? They might want to go to a Reiki master and have them Reiki. That gives them a little more energy, a little more positive energy, helps you release some of those negative energies that may be tied to the crystal. And also they can teach you how to charge them. And you don't know exactly, you don't know what you're ordering. And the great thing is too, is that since I am you know, a master, I have certain attunements that I have received from my sensei. She has passed along to me for distance healing and Reiki. I can Reiki distantly anywhere around the world. I can do that for you. I can Reiki your crystals. I can Reiki your plants. I can Reiki your pets. I can Reiki you. Yes. <laughs> I met her pets. <laughs> Yes, you did. And I must say, Miss Daddy just has been following you, has been, I was it said, drunk in uh, on your energies. It's been just wonderful and beautiful to see her just being happy, wanted to talk to you. Uh, as I said, those dogs are so funny to watch when they're around you. They can feel your energy. <laughs> she likes my feet too as well. <laughs> yes. How do you know? when you have a calling to become a Reiki or a Reiki master? When that image comes into their mind, because we are our thoughts, and then their emotions come into play, and then they seek out a teacher, that's when you know. That comes from somewhere else. That comes from spirit and your closeness and when you're ready not everyone's ready to be a master there there's a lot of healing involved it can be very difficult if people try to move too fast some people have been ill they can feel uh headaches you know through the attunements um so your body knows your mind knows when you're ready it's a lot of work it is very difficult to love. I think it is one of the hardest things you could possibly do is to care for people without judgment. And I practice that every day, all day. I want people to have a safe place where they're cared for and loved and to help guide them through that healing process. And when you have that safe space to be able to talk about the emotions that you might be holding on to, grief, grief is a 
big one. Yes. So many people manifest grief in different organs, different uh, chakras, and I like to help rebalance that person. And it takes a while. This isn't something that they can do overnight and suddenly you're healed. It's a practice. I give you those tools. I put all of the energy that I've been attuned for into that issue that you feel comfortable enough sharing with me. So how's the healing process start? Because a lot of people do not um, share or able to speak out. So how do they do that? How um, they become open? What do you do for them to start to release and being able to open up? So that's how you start the healing process. Exactly. And that throat chakra, that communication, a lot of people are blocked in that area because they've never even ever been able to talk about any of that. And the great thing is, is you don't, with me, you don't even have to talk about it if you don't want to. Try to open that up a little bit. And that person will then find their voice at some point when they're ready. You need to speak up, get it out. You know, and as women, a lot of times we tend to hold our tongues back. <laughs> exactly. And using your, you're so creative, Emma. So I'm sure you hold back and then you find that perfect way. Absolutely. You're right because, um, you know, and that could be passed down from lifetimes. <laughs> yeah, you, you come here with your luggage. Exactly. And that can be passed down and you want to be able to express yourself and end that. That's when you're free. Truly, forgiveness is for you your whole and once you feel free if you really want that ultimate freedom that's the best thing to start with and sometimes people can't even get at the starting point so reiki there's certain attunements that can help you emotionally and they can help you physically they can help you mentally and that mind body connection is really important mm -hmm. and you know like i said the grief the entities the negative energies that you may be dealing with <laughs> on a regular basis i mean you're a very strong helpful person in that respect that's quite amazing um so how did you start it in your practice and uh, use your gifts? How did you do that? Did you do that on a daily basis? How, how do you came about using those gifts? Sure. Um, you know, I knew that I was helping people. <laughs> I offered services to them in, in a relaxing environment. So I knew then that I was helping. And then I decided to go and say, hey, let's, let's do this in a different way. Let's take it to another level because I was limited on what I could do. And then I discovered through my intuitions that Reiki practice would be the best for, for me to be a channel of spirit energy and light and love 
and to be able to direct it to the individual instead of being a therapist, (laughs) you know, which was very helpful at the time. Mm -hmm. But this is another way that I can help someone release their pain. So I decided to research and I waited because I lived in Salem, Massachusetts, and there were plenty of people coming after me. They knew that I was an intuitive. They're like, please work for me. Please, you know, there's, I lived right off of Essex Street in Lafayette, right downtown Salem, Massachusetts. I'd walk and people literally would come up to me. Mm and say, I want you to work here. You could do this. You could do tarot, which is tarot is great for people. And I admire that craft and that uh, unique gift. I personally, it, it wasn't a direction that I needed Mm -hmm. to go because I wanted to help people in a different way. That's all. We're all different. We all have different gifts. And so I would decline that. Um, There were people that wanted me to do readings. I mean, this is out of nowhere. This is just strolling (laughs) down the cobblestone of Essex Street. (laughs) Do you want the land of intuitives? They're there in Salem. I I fully believe that. Salem and, well, New Orleans. That was another experience. I guess we'll go into another podcast with that one. Um, so I, I just wasn't, I wasn't ready at that time to put a label on myself or what I had. So, uh, people knew, they knew I was intuitive when they came for services. They knew that we will find each other somehow. We will, Mm -hmm. we are what we attract. If you're going to be positive, you'll attract that positiveness and that love. Mm -hmm. If you want to fall in the negative part, that's what you're going to attract. And that's going to be a tough road for a lot of people. So I try yes. to help them through that mm-hmm. um, with some healing practices yes. and some crystals to help mm-hmm. kind of cleanse their energies. And, or, so, you know, it's great. Uh, you know, at some point, whether it's distance or whether we're in person, I have uh, multi-sided crystal pyramids and I douse with um, a a white quartz crystal. That's the master crystal Mm -hmm. spins around Mm -hmm. spirit. Spirit helps me in that respect. It's not me. I'm just a channel. That's all. Yep. I'm that's all. That's all I am. And it'll, you know, spirit will help me find those areas of weakness Mm -hmm. in your body. And then I can use the energy that I'm attuned to in those certain areas of focus and maybe spend a little more time on that area. Um, The crystals help me because they're different electrolytes Mm -hmm. in each crystal that produce different energies and different colors produce different energies. It is, yes. And you're not going to be influenced by other energies that might be in that crystal. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah i help with people even if they want to just carry around their own crystals for more Mm -hmm. energy that's great that's Mm -hmm. beautiful i can help you get there i can help cleanse those crystals um 
I can kind of direct you with which ones maybe to even carry around with you. Um, I am incorporating um, intuitive diet as well mm -hmm. uh, to help balance some of the chakras. We forget about all the different colors of food that we don't eat. <laughs> Although the salad you made today was amazing. It had every color. I felt great. <laughs> I know. And her homemade dressing. Hello. So that's wonderful. But um, yeah, we could all eat like that every day. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and, you know, to relieve some stress. Oh, yes. Evening mm -hmm. from rose oil. Yeah. So just to help, uh, you know, we don't think, oh, the greens, how important they mm -hmm. are. But they really do heal that that heart chakra. It's wonderful, you know, and, and you're, you know, you, you can sense that about yourself. You mm -hmm. know, you're intuitive, you know. Um, you know, red for the root, grounding, protection, survival. Um, the sacral, the orange, the creativity, the flowing of energy, the sensual power. Yeah. Orange. Think orange. <laughs> Think orange. Your solar plexus, that's so fiery. That's like what gets your energy going. And, and when you think about the yellow, even pineapple, people love pineapple. Or yes. I know I do. Yes, I do. You can literally put that in anything and it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be not be a good thing for Emma here. <laughs> it's not your hand, no. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. That would not be a thing for you. How do you approach um, the grief? Because a lot of people don't know how to deal with grieving and how do you do that and help them? A loved one's passed and they haven't been able to release that energy. They hold on to the sadness in their lungs, their heart chakra, you know, even their throat. They haven't been able to, to release it. That's a really big one. Um, traumatic, just trauma, traumatic events that have happened to them, you know, yeah. um, you know, I, I've been dealing a lot with the sacral area in, in women. Do you think it's essential for us to release all of these emotions so we can run in our lives? Or you can carry that yes. with you yes. to the next yes. experience. Yes. <laughs> we, we've all been there. <laughs> yes. So how do you release that emotion and how people approaching you in regards of a need for being healed? Hey, you're going to go through it. Yeah. <laughs> when you're going through a healing and you've come to me and you said, I am tired of this. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Help me. Yeah. I go through what might happen. And that, that can, you could feel like you really have a bad cold. You can feel mm -hmm. like you have flu-like symptoms. You can have headaches. Headaches are very common with traumatic situations. They can last a couple days. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of walk you through that. Um, that's an emotional healing. It's mm -hmm. an, a diff it's a yeah. different attunement. Yeah. So how do you work with karma, with past emotions and what you have done in the past that needs to be basically healed for you to move on? That karmic circle yeah. is just yeah. it's like chasing a tail. 
<laughs> it's not pleasant. <laughs> I'm going to try to prepare myself now. <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to have to ask you that question because as a Reiki master and as you are a teacher as well, you know how to heal people. Now, if someone is in need of a Reiki or Reiki masters, how can they find the right person? Because there is, you know, if you type on the net, you can have so many people who um, use the um, label, I'm a Reiki master or I'm a Reiki, but how can we be sure if you have no idea at all and you're near of help, how do you know if that person is capable of healing but is actually a Reiki or Reiki masters? What do people need to look for? Because again, it's like in the same, you know, every business, every field, uh, mine or anyone else's, you want to be able to talk to someone that can help you and not just take your money away and do nothing at the end of the day. So how do you recognize what question you need to ask actually the person you're going to face? Because if I go to see uh, a Reiki, I want to know, I want to ask the right question so I know if that person is uh, capable to do the work. Do you have an insight for us? Because there's a lot of charlatans out yes. there. We call them charlatans. The first, the first attunement will tell you if you're ready or not. That is, when you go through these attunements, there's a lot going on. You cannot heal someone else if you have not been healed. You cannot be a Reiki master if your sensei has not passed down those attunements and lineages, everything. Mine comes from Makao Ushi on up to Kata, and then so forth, so on, so on. We're all linked. Yeah. And so I have a lineage. Yeah. And that's very important to know about you know, a person that you're dealing with as far as your own personal healing, you want to know that they're authentic. No. So the question we need to ask, actually, like you, you mentioned, is to ask about the lineage. So if anyone wants to go see a Reiki or Reiki Masters, we can ask them to show us the lineage so we know if they are legit or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. What is your lineage? Where does it come from? Oh, they will. You'll you'll have all the list of people that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. They will provide you. And you know you have certain symbols that are higher powered than others uh, with attunements. So you want to have that in the right hands too as well to help guide you mm -hmm. because you're going to go through so many changes through the healing process. And that's almost like a rebirth. Well, yes. <laughs> and you have different paths. You have a plethora of different directions, like a roadmap. So we know you're here. We know that this is a year, which is a short amount of time in other dimensions, by the way. 
because <laughs> what we live in the third dimension where I work with the fourth dimension. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's a small amount of time mm -hmm. for that wonderful guidance that you can help and give them some sort of security. Yes. You know, like I said, you know, I'm, I work in light and love and yeah. to help yeah provide security and to feel safe and talking about certain things. And so certainly I can't speak to those those people that may advertise that they're a Reiki master. Technique, attunements, agreements, and responsibilities. That's a big responsibility. And we do work with meridians, energy flow mm -hmm. points, yep. you know, yep. acupressure. Um, yep. You know, I, I'm a nationally certified lab technician you know I've had you know four years pre-med as well so I know the human body I've been working with people my whole life basically so my intent is is really a, a very positive and mm -hmm. loving one yeah. if someone found a, a person and they weren't happy with them they can always change you know it's nothing that will harm you Reiki is great because it's not a harming it's a it's a loving yes so. and if you didn't connect with that person there's always going to be someone else for you if, if you choose that path to heal and to have um, a spiritual guide help you through it what can take years. It can take 20 years for some people. So, it when you're ready to receive those attunements, okay. in your first okay. attunement, you'll know. <laughs> some people very quickly. Okay. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there are people that are, are chosen, I feel. I feel that you are chosen to help people in whatever path you choose to do so. Mm -hmm. If it has a positive and loving intent, then that's that's the light that's that's it yes. um to love people like i said without any judgment everyone should be able to have a healing no matter how traumatic mm -hmm. no matter how bad no matter what they did in their past i am not here to judge that i'm like a neutral person yes. i'm switching yeah <laughs> Yes, can heal and be a better yes. person. Yes. So their own path. If they find a charlatan, we do anatomy here too. Yeah. If we, if they find a charlatan, that is their path, and then it'll be their responsibility as well. And then they'll start looking yeah. for the right things. Mm -hmm. Can find it, and it, it is important. If, if you do the right lineage, the right intent. Even if someone's only, they're not a master at all. It's and they have the their, their Reiki too. Mm -hmm. A Reiki one, you're not, you're not really working with patients at that, at that level. You're so, more working on yourself so to heal first. So, actually so practice. Yes. Um, yeah, I would recommend the second attunement to get, Get yourself going a little bit. Um, uh, the level three, level four, and master level, grand master level. Um, anyway, so um, you 
don't want to be working on people if you're on level one because you're not ready. Yeah. You haven't worked on yourself. You must practice on yourself every day. There have been people. (laughs) (laughs) But you know those people. (laughs) You will recognize those people. Um, The first, like I said, the first attunement, that's Mm -hmm. for you. That's for you to go through the healing process. Yep. If you wanted to pursue uh, Reiki master teacher, you know, that's another level. So that's where I'm at now. And, but in order to help others, you must heal yourself. And some people can't make it past the first one. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Before you get to the next attunement, it's very difficult and you want to study you want to you want to learn you want to know about the body you want to have that experience with different energies of people mm-hmm. even you know since i've been working in different fields with so many people that have helped me identify mm-hmm. different energies with people maybe there's younger people that want to do this too as mm-hmm. well that's fine you know but it's it's experience too i feel with different energies that way you can do it is to encounter those different situations yes so and i have an empathy for people really i am an empath oh i'm humbled every day (laughs) i could be driving in the car i was really sure of myself yes like pull me over no i can't you know so i think too you know as we're growing and learning in this lifetime you've heard it all no and you have to pull it you have to find it within yourself when someone presents you with a situation and they need healing in that area everyone's different so every day I'm humbled, <laughs> every day I'm challenged, but as long as your intent is there, that's when, you know, you're going to have great successes, mm-hmm. but not always, not always. Sometimes the grief in some people is too buried. And they, they can't, they, the Reiki sessions too much. It's too much. And that's when other entities may be involved and you come into play and you can recognize entities that may be attached to that person. So then they can move forward and was to heal, but they just can't do it. And that's why everyone has a gift. That's why we have gifts to help people. And so that, that humbles me. I can't do everything. I've learned that, (laughs) but there have been situations where I just couldn't help the person and I wanted to so desperately and there were blocks that I couldn't reach. That is the transitional thought process. Your thoughts, the positivity, how wonderful is it to let go of that? and then to move forward. Mm-hmm. Being stuck in the mud is not fun. No. No. <laughs> you know, it's it's really not. No. So, and it prevents a lot of people from success. Yeah. And success is not about 
as you know, it's not all about money and things like that. It success is a fulfillment. Everyone has the right in this time to be happy. Yeah. And there's such a difference between just existing and being happy. If you feel like you're just existing, you you possibly have a little healing mm -hmm. uh, that needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know, it may not be intense. It may not be overwhelming, mm -hmm. but it can just tune you to where you can keep moving forward. So that's why I think experience with people comes into play, the intuitive aspects. Like we talk about, you know, I'm an empath, so I'm sensitive. I can feel people's feelings and <laughs> believe me, lots of crying in the, the healing room. And that's fine. I'm, I'm yeah. good with that. Now I know what it is. And, mm -hmm. so. It's amazing. Amazing. Just that little mm -hmm. uh, act. Yeah of crying. Yeah. So many people that I've met have not cried in years. I I can't imagine that. But that, but it is a thing. It's a thing. And I'm certainly not passing any judgment on that. No. But to give them a comfort to where they feel safe. Mm -hmm. It's true. And to be able to let go of certain things that mm -hmm. are preventing you yeah. from moving forward to the next step is so important. Yes. And that is beautiful. I want to be a part of that process. Mm -hmm. And like direction, help them rebalance yep. their negative entities, their attachments that are unhealthy. The thought process is a big one. Yes. Uh, meditation. Yes. You know, I teach people, mm -hmm. you know, how to meditate. Even for just a few seconds mm -hmm. is beneficial. Yes. But, but a couple minutes for yourself, you know, in the morning, mm -hmm. just to clear your thought process yeah. is remarkable mm -hmm. for your energy level. Because mm -hmm. if something really bad happened to you the day before or whatever, it was a learning process that yeah. you had to go through and you didn't like it mm -hmm. <laughs> and it affected your yes. energy level. It it's amazing it's the amazing. enlightenment yes. that you'll have to see a positive yeah. outcome yeah. is amazing. And it's so hard for some people to even see past yep. their own yes. moment mm -hmm. of negativity. Yes. So once you remove that, it opens you up to more opportunities. Yes. I feel. And you made that choice. Yes. You consciously mm -hmm. made that choice yep. to move in a positive direction. Yep that has a higher vibrational level. Yes. So you have more energy and power to rise above that negative mm -hmm. energy cool. or those bad things that happen to you yeah. because you are now vibrating higher. You know, and being an empath, yeah. It's like bumper cars when you're going through people. Oh, I got this. Oh yeah. my gosh, that person. Oh my goodness, you know, and I've been able to protect myself you know, through the years yes. of understanding and, and, and sharing that love with them. Yes. It's interesting how when you have mastered that positivity and you're walking mm -hmm. through a crowd as yeah. an empath, yeah. there's a huge protection there when mm -hmm. you just show love. Mm -hmm. If you choose to show another emotion, yeah. the energy around you 
changes. It shifts. Yep. You can see it in their faces and body language Mm -hmm. and you can feel it deeper. So, you know, for me being in Mardi Gras, (laughs) (laughs) years ago, that was quite an experience. But uh, yeah, you know, I I learned, um, like I said, a young age on a little different, a little more sensitive, that detachment, but caring and loving, but, but to detach your own self. Oh, the social vampires. Oh. (laughs) Oh, they almost choose you. And have I been targeted? Yes. That goes along with the emotional healing people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They do have their own agenda. They see love and kindness. That's something that I Mm -hmm. feel that they may be lacking in that department. So they kind of suck the life out of you. And empaths have that. Even with animals. Mm -hmm. We vibrate that energy Mm -hmm. and that kindness. I think they see it in your face yes. or your oh. eyes. Right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you had to. I mean, what? It was right presented for you. You have the perfect opportunity to learn that. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, my gosh. And, and how foods can hire your yes. vibration. Yes. Oh, my gosh. People are so worried about being thin. Like that's the least of your worries. Now, of course, my personal, my personal stones have been uh, charged by the first, which comes every seventy-six years. So I went ahead and charged all of my stones. Why are you drawn to a white quartz versus a pink quartz Mm -hmm. or a silver quartz? There's a lot of quartz. (laughs) (laughs) We've seen them in countertops. (laughs) Uh, Crystals that protect you, Mm -hmm. too. You know, there's there's some that offer protection. And we can talk about that, too, if you'd like. That and become attuned with that person. Um, It's something that I can do distance. I don't actually have to be in their presence physically. We don't have to be there. We do it from a distance. We Mm -hmm. have all the right attunements. We are legitimate in this life. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny when Emma. I knew right away when complications that go along with uh, being intuitive as well. My intent is to help and to love. And I help quite a few of those type of people time is so important in some of these situations Mm -hmm. that are happening right now time even if you don't have any money to give that time can do wonders do it set it put out there i mean if what if you live to 100 do you want to live those 40 years in pain Mm -hmm. exactly that's what that's what we're here to share with people today. So, Clearly, that is the direction we have been <laughs> chosen to yes. to share. So, so beautiful, beautiful conversation, I my friend. Absolutely, I would I would absolutely love to be a part of that. <laughs> I would love it. I mean, it's just just to be able to help with any questions that people may have yeah. about really anything. We're not limited here, right? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, and I love it. And even though I am a healthcare, I'm in healthcare yeah. as well. Incredible addition to whatever the 
having an illness, let's say, yep. a disease right now that you're trying yeah. to get over, you're tackling, and you're working with that medical community who is amazing. This is a, a great addition to help you through that healing process. Mm -hmm. yep. Even to detox some of those substances mm -hmm. that may have come your way, uh, depending on which disease you may be treating, to give you some more energy. It may mm -hmm. be taking a toll. So, you know, that, that's a great way to um, help rebalance. Mm -hmm. yeah. It comes out through your hair. Yeah. You can actually yeah. pull a hair strand mm -hmm. and test it, and yeah. it'll show that you've had anesthesia. Yeah. Know? Or certain other yeah. drugs, they do hair tests, saliva tests. So, yeah, it is coming out of your body, and you want to be an optimum yeah. energy level to reroute that as quickly as possible. Yeah. On your own time, and you'll know. Time, yes. You'll know. Yes. You'll know when you need that because help. That holistic health, mind-body connection. Yeah, what was the intent behind that yes, diet? If yes. you were doing it just to be thin, you're going to have a lot of failures. <laughs> and starvation is never the answer no. with that mm -hmm. because you are depleting so much energy from your body yeah. that you really want to be geared. You want to be geared for that. Same fat. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to do, do it right. right. Exactly. You need to nurture your spirit. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, you need to. But skinny horses. I mean, you see how we look at that. We, yeah, we don't want to do that to our bodies. That's not shouldn't be your intent. No. It should be to nourish your spirit and your body and create and vibrate as high as you can of positivity. So we are at the end of our podcast. Thank you so much, Christiane, for coming on board for this first episode. I know our recording was a little ad hoc uh, with our microphone, which we got a little bit of troubles, uh, but I'm sure um, with other collaboration uh, we're going to be doing, because this is not the last one, I would like to talk more about the crystal itself, because there is some specific sh uh, shape colors. We talked about briefly about food because food nourish our bodies and that's something I wanted to continue to talk about because I think people need to make peace with food. Uh, I know there is an ongoing battle with the sweet, the salty, when we go from one extreme to the other. So I wanted to talk to it on our next uh, collaboration and um, how to bring peace in our lives and uh, Christiane is such a powerful uh, teacher and a healer that I want to continue collaboration so we can not only have fun in eating my great salads but uh, uh, it's always a good thing to listen to this kind of podcast because it can inspire you that's the deal inspire you to do something for yourself you don't have to go 360 say oh my god i'm going to stop to eat what i'm eating but just slowly but surely incorporating something not only for our own spirit some meditation new thoughts thoughts helps a lot i talked a lot on my podcast um about shifting your thoughts. When you shift your thoughts, then your outer condition is starting to shift. That's what it's all about. So we're going to be talking more uh, on that on our next uh, collaboration, and this will probably be happening next month. I'm going to do try to do once a month, and we probably will 
uh, starting in 2021, we're going to probably do more than once a month. But at this point, uh, we're going to start very slowly so people can, you know, pick and choose and listen um, what we're talking about because it's a conversation with friends. This is something what uh, we started to do and we talked about. And it might be in the near future some cooking show because we're laughing about it and said, okay, we could have the two of us in a kitchen starting to cook, we could, which could be extremely entertaining. It's teaching, but it's extremely entertaining as well. But uh, as we go along in our lives, we need uh, to make peace. And uh, like we talked about it, there is a lot of things to cover, especially when you go through emotional trauma, and I'm talking about losing a job, losing a mate, losing a pet, uh, something that we know um, uh, is so traumatic to us that even though we can recover from it, uh, we still need to make peace with that situation and heal from it. So we will be talking on on our podcast in next collaboration with uh, Christiane and I just hope you took something out of it. Again, it's a little chaotic, this one, because we are two to record. And next time, promise, I'll get the microphone straight so we could hear us a little bit better or hear me a little bit better, which the goal was to have um, Christian uh, being able to uh, explain a lot of things. But she is such a great source of knowledge that uh, between the two of us, we should have fun podcasts going on. And I... I do my solo podcast, but I think with Christiane, it's going to be super fun. So again, uh, thanks guys for listening to my podcast and I hope you, you will hang into the others. I'm going to drop them in the middle of the week or at the beginning of the week or on weekends. It all depends how long uh, we're recording them and just as a treat, just to listen to it and feel inspired because there is always something we can get out of it. So. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you're welcome.